Hey guys, Bowie here with the grind scheme of things. So I'm excited to share with you um, sort of in the week in review. Each week, guys, has so many uh, moving parts and things happening in, happening in it uh, that it's just um, sometimes overwhelming to try to capture it all. But they're all, you know, sort of between the pluses, the minuses, the breakthroughs and the breakdowns um, and the forward movement on things. Um, it's just always so remarkable. Uh, as I look at things unfolding in front of me and want to share them with you, um, it's just um, yeah, it's just such a, a rich experience to, to be able to see some of the things that I've been researching and studying play out and and be able to uh, share them with you in, in a way that I hope also gives you an opportunity to really create a life where your entire life is a laboratory for the principles and the powers of um, the laws of cause and effect. So you can sort of see these principles play out for themselves within your own life and trust yourself to be able to live a life sort of um, um, uh, with destiny on demand, right? So that said, I'm going to jump right into today. I'm talking about stress and enlightenment. This is going to be a very targeted uh, recording here because I think I want you to really just take a moment after listening to think about how this relates to you and of course take action. So I want to give you a couple of statistics, you know, with respect to stress and enlightenment. So I recently started studying uh, Robert Kiyosaki's book, Cashflow Quadrant. And um, in that in that book, he talks about four four places that people fall into, four categories people fall into when it comes to um, generating income, right? Or generating cash flow. One quadrant is the employee quadrant, E. Um, the other quadrant is the S quadrant, which is for self-employed, um, in the case of like self-employed business owners. Um, the third business quadrant is B for business owners. And then the fourth is I for investors, okay? Okay, so what I wanna share with you is that um, is, is that the movement, right, to change how you generate cash flow from employee to self-employed or from self-employed to business owner or from business owner to investor. And even the investor level has, the investor quadrant has types of investors. Each move comes with a bag of stress to move from the E quadrant of being an employee to the S quadrant of being self-employed. It comes with a set of stress points. Okay. Let's not get at, get that twisted, mistaken, misunderstood, or even dismissed. Stress awaits you. If you have any desire to ascend beyond your current state. And even if you stay the same, there's a stress that awaits you when you realize that whatever it is that you may be doing is not going to be sufficient to uh, to feed you and to nurture you or to nurture those you care about in the future financially, right? Okay. So stress, whether you are, you know, moving through the quadrants towards the I quadrant or you want to stay where you are, uh, stress is knocking on your door and it wants to have you for lunch. Okay. All right. Now let's talk about enlightenment and what the two have to do with each other. All right. So um, if you've kind of listened throughout 
the the year um, or years, I should say now, uh, given how long this podcast has been in existence, you you've noticed in some cases I've maybe referenced um, Buddhism, right? Or Buddhist concepts or principles, and so and the definition of enlightenment, as I've kind of been exploring it, is as follows. And I want you to ask yourself, based on this definition, if you can be stressed and enlightened at the same time, okay? So here's the definition of of stress as it's um, been given inside of uh, my study. Enlightenment, definition of enlightenment, okay? Uh, Enlightenment is not a mystical or transcendental state. Rather, it is a condition in which one enjoys the highest wisdom, vitality, good fortune, confidence, and other positive qualities in which one finds fulfillment in one's daily activities and come to understand one's purpose in being alive. Okay? All right. So... Can you be enlightened, as I just read, and stressed at the same time? The answer is no. Now, it's a deeper concept uh, because there is a principle inside of Buddhism that talks about um, uh, having uh, 3,000 realms existing in a single moment. And uh, like I said, it's a deeper concept. But for now, let's just kind of use the linear logical approach and say, can you be enlightened and stressed at the same time, right? The answer is no. And the reason why I'm just sort of, for now, saying the answer is no, is because if you are enjoying a condition or in a condition in which you're enjoying the highest wisdom, vitality, good fortune, confidence, and other positive qualities, and where you find fulfillment in your daily activities and come to understand your purpose in being alive, how on earth would that be stressful? It wouldn't, right? It wouldn't. So, as an entrepreneur, given that as you move through those quadrants I just mentioned a moment ago, that you are bound to encounter some amount of stress, wouldn't it make sense for you to attain some level of enlightenment such that you are sort of impervious, right? To the onslaught of negativity and distractions and disappointment and people and the naysayers, right? Who are up against you. And sometimes that includes you, right? Your own thoughts about past failures. If you are really engaged in the path towards enlightenment, you by default are undoing the shackles of stress. Now, just so we don't get it twisted, um, some of the challenges or the impact of stress includes uh, or or some of the um, yeah some of the health impacts of stress are as follows and I'm going to look at um, an article here 
believe contains, um, you know, that contains the, um, some, some, some facts about, you know, top health problems, right? That stress causes, right? And, um, yeah, here they are. Okay. So obesity, heart disease, Alzheimer's disease, diabetes, depression, gastrointestinal problems, and asthma. Okay. All right. How about those things being part of your portfolio of health issues on your path towards uh, success? Right. <laughs> That's insane. Okay. Um, and and I read that to just share with you that um, as I studied Kiyosaki's work, I started to really connect um, connect to something, which is that we are all born here, we all show up on earth um, with some sort of preconditioning, right? About what it takes as far as who we need to be in order for us to, to provide for ourselves, right? And who we need to be in order for us to provide for ourselves is, is provided to us by who our parents are, right? And our, our closest associations growing up. And, um, you know, if those associations are poor and less, less fortunate, then we kind of lean in the direction of those tendencies, right? Um, unless something changes. And so you could say that, you know, some things that may in our parents' generation have caused them to be stressed and then ill naturally moves into our life because we're only emulating, emulating or mimicking their stress response to life um, because of how we're, we may be handling life, right? Just a possibility, just something to think about, right? So if your father or mom was stressed out and ended up with a particular disease, likewise, you know, you're also going to be engaging in life with the same sort of behavioral stimulus response experience that they, you know, engaged in. And you're going to only, you're going to sort of, you could say, inherit their same uh, physical ailments, right? Uh, because your life is patterned after theirs. All right. So the relationship between stress and enlightenment is sort of divided in that you are going to, you know, your ability to really engage um, within and ascend to a state of enlightenment is what's going to make the difference as to whether or not you will succeed or fail as you move through the quadrants. And those quadrants being E, S, B, I. E for employee, S for self-employed, B for business owner, and I for investor. As you move through these quadrants and, and you know, in whatever direction you want to move through them and you encounter stress, the question is, what will you do? What can you do to be still enough, right? To not be defeated or to even be invincible in your uh, battle against these elements that can cause stress in your life as you're trying to move through these quadrants and create some financial um, fortress, right? And fortify yourself against 
um, you know, of course, poverty and, uh, um, you know, all that comes with it, right? Um, not have, being able to, of course, pay for a home, not being able to uh, provide for your loved ones, you name it, right? Which would then cause more stress and then for you to even be all the more uh, vulnerable, right, to sickness. So my point is, if you've been um, sort of neglectful of whatever your meditative practices need to be, in order for you to um, aid your body in relaxing such that it's not operating at a stress uh, stress mode level. If you're not engaged in any activities like that, today is a great day for you to begin. Because without that, you are um, really sort of digging your own grave um, by just not doing better. Right, but not doing something that could easily help you have some longevity. Now, just so that it's not just doom and gloom, in my opinion about this, I want to share with you some statistics, okay? And then we'll wrap out, wrap up, and I'll provide you with an opportunity to um, learn more, or at least begin to take a quiz that can help you really realize uh, where you are on your sort of stress scale. And, um, and then, of course, determine where you need to be based on the enlightenment scale, right? On the enlightenment side. So, um, here we go. Um, as we look, your practice, right? Really need, if you want to really think about this to wrap up, when you meditate, you, you really want to be thinking about where on the scale of enlightenment you fall. Inside of the, there's a, uh, in Buddhism, there's a concept called the 10 worlds of the human condition. At the bottom is hell, which is where there's just all kinds of ridiculous suffering. Uh, and then at the top is enlightenment. Okay. And every, you know, you can fall somewhere in between. All right. So inside of your practice, whatever that might be, you want to really ask yourself, is this practice helping me ascend up this ladder of enlightenment such that when the time comes, as the time comes, as challenges unfold, I am very well uh, equipped to be able to address it emotionally, spiritually, physically, you name it. Okay. And inside of the new program that's been relaunched the, for the 25 Blueprint, which has a lead quiz uh, known as the Chill Code, that quiz actually gives you what I would call the Chill Code Factor. And with that quiz, we begin to really understand what needs to be worked on in order for you to have the kind of results that you want to have, that you know you deserve and should be having, but aren't. Okay. So um, that being said, there is a correlation. Uh, and oh, I know what it was that I, I kind of spaced out on some statistics. So 99%, that's 99 out of 100 businesses will fail in 10 years, right? Three out of... I think three out of five, or maybe 40%, I'm sorry, four out of five might fail uh, in the first five years because of lack of capital and, um, and, and wisdom, right? Really understanding what, what it takes to win. So that just by itself, that should tell you something, right? That if you are an event adventure and you're taking the, the risk of becoming an entrepreneur or a business owner, self-employed, um, you have a, you know, uh, a 20%, 80% chance of uh, failure, right? Now, if you make it, the remainder of those who make it 
only 99% out of 100 make it, right? So you don't even really have a chance of making anything happen over the course of 10 years, no matter how quote unquote deserving you feel you are, uh, only because of one thing, and this is what Kiyosaki highlights. It's because of burnout. If you can't hold yourself up for that long, you are predictably and almost certainly headed towards burnout, okay? And that's why 99% out of 100 don't make it. Burnout. So I'll add another quote that 76% of Americans said that money and work were sources of stress in their life. Okay. Another um, statistic is that only 8% of people reach their goals year after year. And you th- if you think that doesn't have anything to do with how stressed out people are, I would, you know, question that. Right? So, the war against stress is probably more severe or more critical now than any other time in the history of our lives because if we don't win that war by ascending in states of human consciousness towards enlightenment, we ultimately lose. And the opportunity you have now is to head over to beginning your quiz for you to begin to engage in activities that will help you stress less, get more done, and um, grow your business. And so in the description section of this audio, you'll find thechillcode.com. From there, you want to take the quiz and participate and really engage in this such that you can be uh, a, a winner in the game of whether it's small business or entrepreneurship. Um, you want to be in a position where you are really truly feeling fortified and invincible, right? Such that stress no longer has even a chance at disrupting you, your life, and your ambitions. So that's what I want to say for now. Um, head over to thechillcode.com. That's thechillcode, C-H-I-L-L, code.com. And, um, you know, see what you discover about yourself and, and take the quiz as well. That will um, totally alter how you view yourself and your activities as, um, as well. So thank you for listening. And I am signing off. This is Boomer Dude, the Grind Scheme Architect. And I will see you soon. Talk to you guys. Take, take care.